Welcome back to What the Frick podcast. We are joined today by the most beloved guest of the podcast, <laughs> Miss Drea. Hello, everyone. I'm back. For those that don't remember, we've had Drea on twice now. Yeah, from third time. Multiple part episodes because yeah. these usually run a little long and a little yeah. controversial. So. <laughs> you know, we just like the chit chat. Yeah, we just like to get into the nitty gritty of life. Um, but to start up the podcast off, a life update is that last time you saw Drea, she was in my old apartment and then I went to her old apartment yeah. and now we are in, in our apartment together. combined <laughs> apartment. <laughs> so we did move in together, not as I lesbian like- lovers. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But yes, so we have a two-bedroom apartment that we now Should share. Should we do a vlog of like the apartment? I know, I'm like, <laughs> Should we show hard. the apartment? I mean, from what you can see here, the kitchen. <laughs> and then we have Dre's room, my room. We have a nice room. living space. Yeah. All decorated by yours truly. Yeah. But yeah, that's the biggest life change so far, I would say, don't you think? Uh, Yeah. I mean, other life changes. I have a new job. Um, have not started yet, but <laughs> I have a new job. So very excited to start that. Um, I think it's going to be a good opportunity to kind of see what I really want to get into as far as PT world goes. Um, and it's just an opportunity to grow into my career and see what else is out there, you know? Yeah, and speaking of your new job, you were supposed to start it this past Monday, but, you know, with jobs, they have to do background checks, so you were actually not starting for, like, two weeks, and you've been kind of at (laughs) home. Sad. (laughs) Not sad, but it's like, you're just not used to not working every day, whereas I'm more, like, used to being at home during the day, so tell them about, like, what that's been like, the... I don't know, like the, the millennial Gen Z culture of working every day. Like yeah. people hate it, but you're here and you're like, I want to go back to yeah. work. I will say that like I complain about my job all the time. Not in like a bad way, but you know, I complain like, oh, I think about retirement every single day. and um, Relatable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think about it all the time. But at the same time, I think that I enjoy my job enough to where... Yes, it is exhausting, but it gives me a sense of like purpose in life and sense of, um, I don't even know, like there's something to do during the day. Like I know what my routine is. Um, and now that I like have kind of fallen out of routine, it's, I want to say it's sad, but I just like don't know what to do throughout the day. I don't know how (laughs) stay at home parents do it or stay at home. Like people do it. But um, props to you, because I, like, need to get out of the house. Yeah, you learned that you're not cut out to be a housewife, trophy no. wife. No, I wish I was cut out to be a housewife, trophy trophy wife, but I just, I can't. I, I have to, like, have a consistent, like, thing that I do every day, even if it's, like, a couple hours. I would be okay with working, like, three days a week and having some, like, days off where I can do, like go to the dentist or you know like the things that you have to do that it's really hard to do when you have a full-time job but I don't 
I don't think I can, I don't think I can be full time at home. That's going to be really hard when kids come along, but that's not for a while. No, I mean, it is hard. And like my job's very weird right now. Like I'm in the off season and like, I don't really work that much either, (laughs) but I have to like have a plan every day of like, okay, I'm going to go do this class. Yeah. Like I'm lucky that my parents live close by. So just going to their house for a few hours feels like an activity, even though it's not an activity you just go <laughs> do exactly the same thing at your parents house that you would do here yeah, so it's a new environment so it feels like I left <laughs> the apartment I feel like we haven't really seen each other a whole lot because we have the complete opposite schedules yeah so now we've actually like gotten to hang out and like sit and do nothing together yeah <laughs> and then usually I wake up and you're gone yeah and when you come home I'm at work till 10 p.m and I'm in and bed by then so. <laughs> usually see Dre every three days but <laughs> I know I'm like she calls me her stray cat because she doesn't she'll see me every once in a while and I'm like hi how's it going well transitioning into our normal topics of conversation with men and dating last time we saw you Drea you were I guess I don't I don't seriously dating um someone and I know that recently ended mm-hmm. so do you want to just give everyone a brief little rundown whatever you choose or choose yeah. not to say of what happened yeah. in that relationship yeah I mean um we were seriously dating for a while um and it just wasn't clicking um we tried again we broke up we tried again and I I just don't think we're in the same place in life and that's okay. That's totally fine. And, um, when we finally, you know, broke up the last time I definitely distracted myself with a lot of traveling and I was gone like every two weeks, pretty much. I was in Europe with my family. Um, I went to Seattle to visit my friends. I went to a wedding. Um, and yeah, I, more recently have started to kind of process everything that's been going on and um I wish him nothing but the best I mean I still have a lot of love for him and I know deep down he's a really good person like I I know that he's a great person it's just as far as what we want in life right now it's not the same and it caused a lot of friction that turned into anxiety that turned into fighting and arguing and just you know being not being on the same page so yeah that ended in like July but here I'm you know ready to like I don't know see what else is out there I'm not really pressuring myself to get in anything anytime soon I'm kind of just trying to look at the positive things and look at the positive side of like being single where you get to do whatever you want and you kind of like get to experience things for yourself and if anyone is comes along then that's great and not to mention that he also was a co-worker so you were seeing him every single day and now that you're starting your new job you know you won't be having that anymore and people say it's harder to move on at a normal pace when you're still seeing Seeing somebody if you're not like talking to them the same way so yeah that will probably also be very beneficial for sure (laughs) yeah no for sure I definitely think like not seeing each other every day has 
its benefits for, you know, moving forward and for learning how to be, you know, self-sufficient by yourself. Um, but yeah, I wish him, wish him nothing but the best. I'm sure he's doing great. He started a new job too. So yeah. yeah. Interesting question, but do you think you would ever date a coworker again? No. After that no. situation? No. I think he and I both, we both learned our lesson. Well, I wouldn't say learn our lesson because, you know, I didn't go into it being like, oh my God, I was very hesitant in the very beginning. And I had mentioned that to him when we first started like talking. Like that's one of the first things I said was, yeah, that, that's like, yeah, I mean, there was, there, there's a lot of, there was a lot of people that had mentioned like that is a very, you know, scary thing, especially because you're in a professional setting and, um, I don't want to sacrifice my, you know, job for someone else. I think it was a one and done thing. Um, but yeah, I will never do that ever again. And I was just going to like say, like, I don't know how people really meet people in this day and age. And like, what's your opinion on it? Cause it's like, you really only meet people either through a dating app or yeah. through mutual friends or through whatever your work is. And it's yeah. like, if you're in an office environment, like, are you going to risk, you know, if someone you break up, like you to see them every day or is it like, oh, but then I might really like this person. Like my parents met because they worked together mm-hmm. and I was like, that's weird. And I'm like, well, I guess I wouldn't be here, yeah. but it all obviously worked out. And a lot of people meet like that. So it's yeah. like, where do you say like, or I draw the line, but it's hard. It's hard. I mean, I, I'm not going to say never say never, but I definitely, if that were to ever come about, I would be a little bit more cautious about it. Um, I think the intention behind it was there. I, again, I think that we were just on different pages and I think that I am doing a lot of self growth and a lot of like, um, maturing of what I want and what I will and won't like, um, you know, respect about myself and others. And I, yeah, I just, I, if that were ever to happen again, I I would just be very cautious, but people do mean at work, but I think it's getting less and less like that because of the fact that we have dating apps like before, like our parents, even like people that may even be like older millennials. Um, I think that it was, that was like, just like the way that people met. And now we have so many more options that it's a lot easier to just be like, okay, well, you know, we'll just go on a dating app. But as far as meeting people, I mean, yeah, I, I've actually surprisingly, all the people that I've dated have been through like in, in real life. Like I've never Mm -hmm. dated someone that was over a dating app before other than maybe maybe one all right <laughs> that was like through instagram so i don't know if that technically counts yeah it's weird to think that dating often used to be a thing and obviously people have been finding yeah <laughs> you know partners for years and now i'm sitting here and i'm like i can't imagine meeting someone in a normal circumstance that's not through a dating app but yeah. i've also never had a successful relationship come out of a dating app yeah so i don't know how i mean we we're keep, supposed to do it i mean like 
we were just talking about how we literally were supposed to go on dates and we ended up getting not I want to say ghosted but kind of <laughs> it's weird to say ghosted when you've never met but, the person. yeah you've never <laughs> met them in person yeah so like just like completely the radar is gone like there's no sense of communication which is fine like yeah. like I said I'm not in a position right now where I'm like super butthurt about it but I'm like dang I wanted some mm-hmm. coffee this morning <laughs> I just think it's weird that guys will go through the steps to make a plan and like a place and a time and a day. And then it's like comes down to the wire of, okay, like see you then. Or like, yeah. are we still good for this time? Yeah. And then you just, you either hear nothing or I'll check the app and I'm unmatched. And I'm yeah. like, why did you like in my head? I'm like, they got really scared. Their girlfriend, girlfriend texted them. Yeah. Like their ex texted them. I'm like, I just don't understand why they're putting in the effort. They're not going to follow through. I mean, I'm like, I think about that too. And then I also think about the fact that someone who truly wants to get to know me and like wants to make plans and go through it. will will do it. I mean, we've both been on dates this week and like they've gone through the (laughs) date. You know what I mean? Like even if they, I wouldn't say they were amazing, but there are people out there that are going to like follow through. I'm not at this point. I'm not getting butthurt about it. I'm not getting like sad about it. Cause it's like, you're just a guy that I don't know. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it helps I might even del- honestly like delete the number and everything at this point. I'm like, oh, I'm not yeah. saving. Oh yeah. Remember my thing. We, I don't, we don't save numbers in our phones until, no. it gets until very confusing. I guess very, I know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, yeah, it does get very confusing. I'm like, okay, which one are you? Yeah, I'll have to read through the messages and be like, mm, okay. No, but this is what I'm saying is that if, you know, the whole thing, like if they wanted to, they would. Like, for example, I'll, you know, I just said about the whole, you know, I was supposed to go on a date this morning, whatever. And then I have someone else who's, I told, he like asked me what my plans were and like wants to make plans and Sunday's a little iffy for me because I have to work. Um, I picked up a shift and then like also I have yoga and just like other things going on. And he's like, oh, like, you know, like I'll work around your schedule. Like I'll leave that day open for you. And like (laughs) saying like, he's like, oh, where do you want to go? Like get food. I'm like, well, let's meet in the middle. He's like, no, I'll come to you. Like, I want to make this as easy as possible for you. And I'm like, see, like, that's the thing that I'm saying. Like I, if they want to, if they really want to get to know you, they will. And they will like make effort for it. So that's very nice to hear. I know. Right. But is it also in a weird toxic way a turnoff that they're willing to like oh god <laughs> come yes. and like yeah, change yeah. their entire day in life yeah. like part of me is like that's so nice and part of me is like well what's wrong with you that you're like should we go borderline to- desperate no i don't think honestly after it's a weird line it's, again. it's a weird line but after therapy after going to therapy and then also experiencing what i experienced with previous relationships um I think it's honestly really nice yeah. and I'm gonna change my mindset <laughs> yeah we need to, you know what you just need to go to my therapist and we'll talk about it we'll have a group therapy session yeah I love therapy I miss it yeah it's great I that was the one thing that we did talk about because I mentioned to her like how I'm scared to fall into like this toxic cycle of people like treating me a certain way 
and getting kind of like turned off by people who are nice to me for no apparent reason. They're just nice. And that's something I've been working on a lot. So trying to like see the better side of things of like, okay, they really want to like talk to you and hang out with you and get to know you. Like they're going to, they're going to work their schedule around you. Yeah. I battle between nice people and then like, I just feel like there's no chemistry. Yeah. But you know, I worry about that. (laughs) But there are people out there that you'll have both with. You know yeah. what I mean? Because your previous relationship, you had both. You had, you yeah. know. Rarity. Ra- well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's rare. But, like, if it wasn't rare, then you would be dating, like, a million people. Right. So, you have to just think of it in that way, too. Well, it's hard. And then I have some friends who are like, you need to give them another chance. You need to keep trying. No. And I'm like, but I literally don't picture myself wanting to kiss them yeah to make out with them like i can sit across the room from them and talk to them for three hours like yeah that's fine but i have no inclination of wanting to do any of those things exactly (laughs) which brings up the next topic of conversation is what are things that make you want to jump on top of a man (laughs) great question (laughs) am i the host of this podcast now (laughs) maybe it's nice to have someone else host yeah maybe one day maybe one day i'll be a co-host i don't really know i think it's for me a lot of it's like a a vibe yeah and a connection and like a lot of it's just the way someone talks to me too like i like banter i like when people can like kind of be like sarcastic with me and like make fun of me in a way that's not like demeaning yeah but But like I really like (laughs) I really like that and then yeah like it's just like the way you talk with each other if it's all just like an interview style of like oh I went to school here and I did this I'm like okay and then yeah I don't know I agree I think it's a banter type of thing um which is sad because not everyone has that type of you know, interaction. I think that the best thing, like I'm a personality person, like obviously I need to be attracted to you. Like if I'm not attracted to you, it doesn't matter what you say to me. We're just going to kiki and that's, you're going to be my friend. That's about it. Um, but for me, it's the same thing. Like it's a vibe. I just remember like all the people that I've gone on dates with where I'm like, wow, this is like a really good date or like, wow, this was a really good connection. It's been like so effortless and like I feel like I've known you for so long um, and I feel like that's how it should be. Like I don't I don't want to say like some of one the one date <laughs> that I've gone on recently. Um, yeah, I just like didn't it wasn't a vibe like I, I could see us being friends, but like there was no questions asked about me I feel like we didn't have a whole lot in common yeah um like it seemed like I was talking most of the time and I was like cracking all the jokes and stuff like that and he seemed to have a good time but like that's because (laughs) I'm super cool so like that's how it goes (laughs) what about like physical stuff like do they is are there any physical things that you like like I mean, make you want to just like yeah. damn i like a tall king i know <laughs> you don't mind the short kings i prefer a tall king but i'm trying to get over that I'm trying yeah to- we need to broaden your horizons <laughs> a little bit 
Um, 5'10". I'm just telling uh, you, 5'10 yeah. and above. <laughs> I mean, I like a guy. I'm not big on facial hair. I don't mind it on some guys. I hate the mustache. It's an automatic, you're a pedophile look for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like Travis Kelsey pulled it off for a hot minute because he's Travis Kelsey. But other than that, I can't deal with that. I'm big on hairlines. Um, men that don't have hair. It's one thing if you have like a buzz cut, like that yeah. can be hot, but like guys where it's like obvious. Yeah, or every photo they have is with a hat on. I'm like, I just I want to see know what you look the, like. Yeah. Are you um, hat fishing me? Yeah, because that's the thing. But nothing like crazy. I mean, I. It's funny because I have dated a lot of guys that are like very thin and like more like lean and yeah. thin, less like muscle tone. But now I feel like I'm more attracted to like guys that really go to the gym yeah and like really like have more of like a build so but i'm trying to be less weird about my physical attributions and more focus on like the banter and that connection yeah. but it's not going well i mean i haven't found anyone in like over a year and a half so. yeah that's true that's true i would agree with all that i think as of recently i was literally just talking to one of my other friends who's single and I just the biggest thing for me is it's not only the banter because like I can banter with a lot of my friends but I think a big thing for me is the intellect part of it like I don't want to feel like I am smarter than you I know that sounds really conceited but like I went through school I have a pretty significant degree like um I want to be able to have like an intellectual conversation not only about like I don't know like stuff that I do on a daily basis but I also want to have like conversations about like life and like I don't know I guess one thing that that I'm trying to describe is like me and my ex would talk about like maybe like spirituality and like he one of the things I remember about him the most is that like our third like time hanging out he brought me a book and I know that sounds really fucking weird (laughs) but he like he brought me like his favorite book and he's like I want you to read this and um I want something that's kind of like that where I'm being like I don't know what the word is I'm being influenced in the best way Mm. I know that's more like down the line but I feel like you can tell if someone is going to influence you in a good way or a bad way like I want to be able to go out with you like every once in a while but I also am at that point I'm like 28 now that I don't want to go out every weekend like I'll go out once every other week um but I'm getting to that point where I'm like I it's not fun for me anymore to go to the bars and see the same people and get drunk and then be hung over the next day. Like it's not fun for me. So I don't know, just like having the best of both worlds on top of the banter on top of the intellect is more, I guess that's harder to find in my opinion than just like banter. Cause I can do that with you. <laughs> right. We can just banter. I can just have Shana be my boyfriend. It's funny you talk about like conversations because something <laughs> I don't know if I've ever told you this, but my ex from college, um, 
used to get mad at me because we'd be having conversations and I would just like not respond sometimes but like not it, and it sounds weird when I say it but <laughs> <laughs> like I'm someone that doesn't need to be like constantly talking to like my partner like I'm someone that like can sit in silence and like everything should be fine yeah. and he was more of like I need to be talking Anxious, yeah. constantly and yeah. like we were <laughs> we were in Europe together and he would be like looking at all these things and like having like a 20 minute conversation with himself but like I was there and like listening and when he was done I'd just be like yeah that's really cool that you like think that like something about like a church or something yeah. we saw and he'd be like you have nothing to say like you don't have any thoughts I'm like I mean you just talked for like 20 minutes about it I'm pretty sure you just said everything I could have thought of but he would like literally get mad at me and say that like I didn't know how to talk to him I should be able to talk to him for like 12 hours straight about literally like the most random topics in the world and I started to get really anxious because I was like we'd be having conversations and I'd be like what am I going to say next like what am I going to say that's going to like impress him enough to not get mad at me and I've just learned that I'm someone that doesn't need that constantly and he was someone that did and I was like this isn't gonna work in the long run because I am not gonna be able to give you what I need like I'm more like quality over quantity like I'd rather have a meaningful conversation than just talk for like hours about like nothing random stuff yeah (laughs) um no I agree I think my ex was like that too there were many times I think there was he was more of the type where like you like he don't have to talk all the time like I would remember like for example eating lunch with him and he wouldn't say anything and I'm like are you good like are you okay are you mad at me um but I think that's more out of my own anxiety because I mean, like, I there are plenty of times where I can literally sit with my friend and not say a single word, and like, yeah. it doesn't bother me. So I think it just there there are levels to it. But you're more of a I'm more of a talkative person, and like, I mean, I remember when I first met you, you didn't say anything, and so that's when I thought I you get hated nervous. Me. <laughs> so I literally like projectile vomited words all over Shayna and just talked the entire time but I think it just depends on your personality you're more of an introverted person Mm -hmm. I'm an extroverted introverted extroverted person if that makes sense yeah it does yeah and then I just thought about like going back to like chemistry and connection Mm -hmm. like what makes you want to like make out with someone (laughs) like last year I met this guy and he was really nice and we actually like everything checked like Mm -hmm. physical banter all of that and then we like kissed and I literally felt nothing like like, yeah like making out with water (laughs) (laughs) it's the best way I can put it so I'm like is it just like a physical hormonal like pheromones type of thing yeah I think I think yes for sure because I think part of it's like pheromones, like chemically, like you guys are more in sync. Um, I, yeah, I don't know because I've, I've been the same way. Like I've for sure have kissed, kissed people after <laughs> my ex and I'm just like, I don't really care about this. Like this doesn't turn me on. Yeah. And then like, I think about like other people I've been with where it's been one kiss and I'm like, 
holy shit, like this is amazing. I don't know where you came out of the woods somewhere. Or you like were friends with them and you kiss them and you're like, oh, wow, I, you've been hiding this the entire time. Right. But I think it's, I think it has to be a mixture. I don't think it's a one. Yeah. You have to try. You have to kiss a lot of frogs, Shayna. I know. Then they say that like you shouldn't just let a physical response like lead you because then that will eventually die out. No. So you have to have both. Mm. And I'm like, I literally can't start a relationship if I kiss someone and I feel nothing. No, <laughs> I think that if you have like not only like the things that you want, like banter, sexual chemistry, whatever. I think that will translate into a better relationship than just one or the other. I know that like when you get older, like people say that, you know, your sex drive goes down. But I feel like if you're with the right person, you should never not be sexually attracted to them, um, even through different stages of life. I don't think that ever dies down. The thing is, is that people tend to marry the wrong person and then that's when things get confused and intermixed, so. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe one day I'm like, I've gone on so many dates since that last guy and not a single one has like impressed me (laughs) in any way. That's okay. So. Maybe right now is just not the time. You have to trust the process. Yeah, but I'm like, when's the time? It's been like a year and a half. (laughs) I mean, even, I mean, it's been like, what, only a couple months for me, but even prior to that, I was with someone that was cool too, but even though I've been in two relationships since that, since we first did our first podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, that doesn't matter. I'm still at the end (laughs) of the day. Here I am. Yeah. You know, so I don't think it matters. That's true. But you've learned from all of that. Oh yeah. I've learned (laughs) In the my twenty seventh year, I learned so much about like myself and just like what's what I want in life, what I want in a partner, um, what I expect for my myself too. Um, mm-hmm. My therapist thinks I've gone through a lot of growth, which I appreciate her saying. Yeah, I, love that. <laughs> I literally when she told me that on Monday, I started crying. She's like, "Why are you crying?" I'm like, Aww. "I just like the appreciation that I've gone through growth." That's cute. Yeah. All right. So we're going to actually end this episode here because as per usual, we just talked for too long and want to give you guys another two-part episode featuring Drea. So come back next week for part two with Drea. We'll be discussing some more of our, I'd say like funnier topics. So looking forward to that and I will see you guys next week.